And we are back here once again with another episode, the Iron Man Podcast, episode 294. We are six episodes away from hitting 300 episodes on this show. Usually we cover uh, TCG stuff on this Sunday show. But, you know, when there's no TCG stuff to cover, there will be other things that we will cover, actually. Uh, namely, like, other people's videos. We could just commentate over them and obviously put them out. And, yes, if we if I do end up commentating over someone's video, I will leave their original video link in the description box below. That way you can go and check that person's channel out for themselves. I think that's the reason why a lot of this commentary stuff gets really muddied is because I've never been someone where I would like commentate over someone's video and not put the original link to their stuff in the comments because I feel like that's just very, just, I don't know, distasteful to me. I don't like that at all, but that's what we'll be doing. I know Chaz has strong feelings about current day Yu-Gi-Oh where it's at. So we'll talk about that in just a moment, but yeah, we'll be live for a little bit talking about some uh, people's videos. And then after that, we are going to end up going over the Rarity Collection 2 that actually got announced, which is interesting because the 25th Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG Rarity Collection ended up being one of the best Yu-Gi-Oh! products of the year for a lot of people. So that's going to be interesting to uh, see where it's all going to end up panning out. But yeah, uh, Chaz is here. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm out here. Yeah, but watching Alinity watch <laughs> she got no bra on this titty now. Alinity's ass is big for some reason, and I would love if she just sat on my face and she just farted in my mouth. I don't give a fuck. I don't know about that. Hispanic girls have weird farts. They... That's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, people have been seeing that girl post on Instagram. That bitch is a thought, but I'm all I'm here for it. I love you it. Stupid. You stupid. That, that ass is badonkin, and that ass needs badonk in my face. Just saying. Badonkin on my face, that is. I ain't gonna lie, she is, she is attractive, though. Like, and she just did some arguably pretty terrible things, but you know what? If she put her ass in my face and said, she's, my she's, she's, she's Columbia. She probably does shit much worse than throw, throw pussy around. Like, <laughs> or throw cats or her actual she, animals. She, she got a sick ass. Not fat, it's sick. It's like. God damn. Because she's petite herself, and then she has a sick ass. Crush Cards posted on their Instagram account that they got um, three bonfires, actually. Oh, cool. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> you know what? Okay, you know what? Man, I, man, I, man I'm going to call my cousin and tell, tell him to meet him somewhere. <laughs> you know, you know. He gotta, he, <laughs> yeah. Why are you so like this? God damn. Just click on that link real quick, man. man you about to... Yep. Oh yeah, I saw this one yesterday. I was like, "God, damn, fuck! What? What? What is this specimen of a human being? God, God! I, I, I would love if she just like sat on my face. I just need to suck her ass like just once in my life. Tongue just dipped in for like five minutes. Yeah, just to see what that fucking shit tastes like. That shit probably tastes like some juicy wetness. So yeah, um, things are going great. Oh lord, oh my god, she was like, yeah, her OnlyFans. You got to tip her to get her attention. I'm like, oh my goodness, I ain't tipping this hoe. I mean, she is on Jerkmate too. If you guys want to go to Jerkmate? 
Oh my god. She has a jerkmate video an adult live stream where she gets butt naked and plays with her fucking vagina. So yeah, so you have to go over there for research purposes. Yeah, I, I would love to see her put a dildo on her butthole. Just, to, you know, fantasize it's me doing it, because then I would just explode. Um, But yeah, how about Pokemon? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, guaranteed it would uh, back-to-back regionals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Vinny. Um, oh, God, adjusting. He was talking about, about that earlier on the other show. Yeah. Uh, Gertina Lost Box doing, doing some work. How was your yeah. league challenges? Did you actually enjoy it? Yeah, I got third place at the first one. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was more about resistance. Uh, it was, yeah, I got second place at the second one. Like, my hardest matchup because I play uh, Mew VMAX is, is Gardevoir. Just because of the amount of prizes it takes for them, for me, it's just, it's it's ridiculous. I got close, but it's like, if they could, all they got to do is set up one time, knock my Pokemon out. It's like, it's like, yeah. But yeah, it was a good matchup overall. I like the deck. I, the guaranteed matchup for me is not, it's not hard, like what people think it is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, all right. Uh, so, what what was your um, verdict on Yu-Gi-Oh for the most part? Because I wanted to cover uh, a few people's videos to start off with. Because I, I think you said you wanted. We'll do like Rogues and we'll do like Cali yeah. effects or whatever. Um, so we'll clip those parts out. Those. Yeah. So we're gonna do three things on this video, guys. So on this specific episode, we're gonna do we're gonna because I put efapping YouTubers videos. So I might as well do more than one because that's plural, right? Two, it's plural. So we'll do Rogue Heroes, or our friend, known Rogue for a very, very long time. Now I know how he feels about cash pricing and everything. And we'll yeah. do a Califix video. And then we'll do the next one talking about the Rarity Collection 2 that got revealed, which is something that I think um, I think V put it on his community post where he said that this is going to be a tradition after the 25th anniversary. I was like, yeah, this will be up to the 30th anniversary. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, once they saw how much money they made, probably just off uh the stores ordering it through the distributors yeah that, that sold it right there honestly okay so before we go over that uh we'll probably just check in on the market for a little bit here because um i know everyone's talking about bonfire and shit like that so who who would have thought it man back in the day there are certain attributes in Yu-Gi-Oh that were just straight dog shit right i i would if you had told me like 10 years ago fire pyro what are the fuck you want to call it We'll have their own Rota search card, and it'd be like almost worth like eighty to hundred dollars. I'd have called you crazy. Hell yeah! Like there's certain things in Yu-Gi-Oh that were just never even the thing back then, you know. But now we're at Maze Millennia, and I who understand just buy singles. You have you have there is no reason to go. I mean, unless you just want to support your local card store, which is fine. I fully agree with that. There's no real reason to be buying this shit unless you're just like, just buy singles. Why are you buying packs? The fuck you guys buying packs for? What's up, Justin? How you doing, man? All right. So Bonfire, the collector's rares are $200, $210. For the collector's rare? Yeah. Just the collector's rare. Oh. I know how you talked about they weren't reprinting stuff in like multiple multiple rarities. Bonfire, I, I'm pretty sure you know, is a collector's rare and an ultra yeah. set. But you you want it in somewhere like a super 
My, my like, main thing is if you do ultra, because the way they do these tests is kind of fun. The good thing I've heard is that they made it down as far ultras or mm-hmm. three ultras and a, uh, a collector. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that fixed it somewhat, but not really. It should be six mm-hmm. ultras, in my opinion. Right. It should be six fucking ultras. It's like, it should be like, it, 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 it should be like, that made it. It should be three ultras, like yeah. Well, if we look, bonfire ultra rares are currently sitting at eighty four dollars, eighty six dollars. Okay, so it is dropping. I remember I saw it earlier. Yeah, that's right. It was about at like one thirty for a little bit there. It is dropping, yeah. steadily dropping fast actually. But one twenty nine, one one thirty to about what's this eighty five dollars. How, how, how much of a difference is that? Like, what, 30 bucks, right? Or $25? What? 130 to 85. 130 to 85. That's uh, how much of a difference is that? $45. No, 130. What's he said? 130 to 85? Yeah. Yeah, $45. $45. Would you consider that a tank or just a price decrease? Price decrease. Okay. Because those are pre sales. Those are all pre sales. Yeah. Those are. Insignificant pre sales because they were 80 before, right? When they first came out, and then because that's how I tell people you gotta be careful about, uh, you gotta mm-hmm. be careful on when you go to Gamer's Choice. Gamer's Choice, they put this shit out and they put this shit out quickly, but the issue is they don't always, they don't always, like, they don't always, what I said. They don't always put all their value, like their quality, quantity up there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And what other cards are we going to be looking at? Uh, so, adjusting, how you doing, man? Fire Kings can have spending all that money and losing. Uh, my Yu Gi Oh deck has been destroying everyone else, especially Fire Kings. What are you playing? Aren't you playing Unchained? You said, actually. I'm pretty sure you said you're playing Unchained. What else is there in Maze Millennia? People said the trap card. This one was a transaction rollback. Triple tactics thrust. Ultra is at Amazing Millennia is $41. Not that bad. Okay. It's a secret ultimate. And now has an ultra printing. All right. That sounds about right. All right. Anything else here we should be concerned about, honestly? Uh, thrust being forty dollars for a reprint, and they said it's hard to get thrust. You know, okay, I'm gonna tell you, card that's 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 starting to take a little bit. Transition rollback, it, it's it's forty one dollars, and it's gonna keep dropping. And, just not the and format for it, you think? Labyrinth right now is just it's the deck is dropping. I remember mm-hmm. they said, "Oh, you gonna pick this up?" I, I told people, "I'm selling Labyrinth. I'm not playing this shit." <laughs> it was like. Because the minute they put this in there, uh, just go ghost, uh, I think ghost bell. I think there's a card that stops transition rollback that stops a lot of other cards too. It's like people are, I played out two outs, like I just put ghost bell by like side deck now. I play flu, I'm gonna stay on flu until they they bang it or they power creep it out of existence. Like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Like, well, it Easy. allows you to play Yu-Gi-Oh. First of all, on, on, not even just on, on a budget. You already own all the cards. And you yeah. can just adjust your deck. Give I don't even need to like, update the rarities because uh, yeah. 
was like, I was like, oh, that's the thing though. When if you fight factor, unless you generally get bored of the deck and you just want to go to something different, you could just literally adjust your deck given any format with staple. I just go to, I just go right to Scareclaw because Scareclaw got Jared. Like, okay, it's like <laughs> Justin says. With everyone playing Ghost Bell and Cosmic in the main and side decks, Labyrinth struggles. Yeah, because okay, Cosmic Cyclone was what pay, pay a thousand banishes Piss. spell trap, right? Yeah, the spell traps have to stay on the field. So obviously, Cosmic Cyclone is the better spell trap removal to play right now. Plus honestly. also, plus also, some of these cards have effects when they hit the discard pile. But uh, you know, graveyard. I keep yeah, I keep so, saying like discard pile because that's Pokemon, but graveyard. It was yeah. crazy. Now, now if you pop a spell card, that'll also give you an advantage too. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! But no, V was um. There's people that I watched the market watches. I was watching V earlier. This is just trash. Like not trash. I mean, but Mage Millennia. There's no need to be spending all this much money on here, guys. Like, and this yeah. that, that's the thing with Konami is this kind of set only has specific dedicated rarities to it. So they knew what they were doing with Bonfire. Like, like imagine if Bonfire came out as a like quarter century secret rare or just a regular secret rare in a main core booster set probably would be a lot worse, wouldn't it? Probably a lot more money, potentially, give or take. You know. All right. So, which video do you want to start with first? Uh, let's do the uh, Cali. Which Cali fake video you want? Okay, go go to. Oh shit. Okay, go to the channel. What are you doing? Oh, E-fapping. That's what kids call it now. Do you guys know what that is? It's just basically score for someone's video, but that's just a. I, I'm also learn invader and WC. I was, I was, I'm not gonna fap on stream. Like I, that guy, that's gay. What the hell? That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty homosexual. A a whole old time uh, show that's always accepted me on Instagram. This shit got me like. Oh, okay, shit. give me a sec. Tell Mister Blanks to see my deck list while on stream. He's about to be surprised with my deck. I gotcha. never had sex with a bigger a lot. A lot was a gut. What is what? this? Okay. What? What the fuck? What do you look at? Her at is Zoe Dragon X. Oh, I'd have to follow this for research purposes. Just yeah, so just sent me that shit. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah. All right. Are we going over this video, right? Yeah. Cool. Okay, we're going to check it out. Okay. All right, just let me know when you're ready, okay? Unchained forty-five. Guess. Let me put this right here. Give me got three up. SP little dice. God damn. Okay. What's, what the what's the card in between Cosmic Cyclone and Forbidden Droplet? Is this shit fucking two hundred comments? Oh my god. What? Oh. Uh, 200 comments. Oh my god. Yep. The Twitch E thought epidemic. Oh, oh god. <laughs> I mean, that's the thought epidemic is always going to be a thing, I will say. I like that they have a dedicated Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, not Yu-Gi-Oh podcast or a TCG podcast, kind of like what we got going on sometimes. Yeah, yeah it's nice to have the stuff. It's people said it couldn't be done. I just thought it was no, you just need a committed group of people to get it done. It's nothing wrong with the show itself. Or the idea of having a show. Um, stop sh this person. And uh, also, when people got a factor, some of these Yu Gi Oh people now, these icons, not just are they like fucking weirdo, weirdos just in general? Um, you know, might have some odd individuals in there, I would say. 
All right. Just uh, let me know when you're ready, and then we yeah, can start. Yeah, Okay. Uh, not, not, nothing else you want to cover before we start? No, watch this floor first. We'll talk about it. Um, okay, hold on. Private chat? Because real, yeah, because real quick about the uh, – I think the I, – I, I personally like the Ready Collection, but I – I think most people do. Yeah, this this second one though, I I'm not I'm and how many I'm well always, you got how many cards we're gonna have in it because the first one they didn't even re- they revealed like what eight cards when they did yeah. the announcement and then the actual list itself was just, just blowing people away you know because remember the first list only announced like slime ash eldritch golden lord and like oh okay droplet yeah. and a few other cards. Okay, yeah, okay, yep, yeah, okay, that make that card makes sense. I was like, wait a second, what the fuck is Dark Yeah, I played this motherfucking uh Dark World deck just to like I like if I could I would play this in, in uh Floor the Reef, but I I don't play no feed monsters, but Ooh, I do not want to be on Carmine Corpse uh Oh my goodness. What's up? Oh my so you know Carmine Corp. I saw him on Twitter. Yeah. I was like, I should probably go to the Twitter account and see how what the what is going to be the reactions, like the interactions on their Twitter account and their posts when they say they lost the vitality. Bro, look at all that. 592 retweets. People just talking in the rap language, obviously. You yeah, know? French. Yeah, French. Literally just spitting bars over here. Fuck. All right. GG Eve left baguette in my butthole. What? what? Hello? All right, let's start. Just obviously unmute when you want to say something about the video, okay? Yeah. All right. Let me stretch out. Oh, my pussy's getting wet. All right. One, two, three. Hey, everyone. I am MSK, a.k.a. Master Swag King, coming at you guys today with another video. And in today's video, me and Mr. Blanks are going to be going over uh, the Cali Effects video, which is titled, Konami has a huge reprint problem we need to talk about. So I know a lot of YouTubers recently have been talking about, like, the prices surrounding the cards of the Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game and, you know, when... I start butt fucking Lennon in the ass. Okay, hold on. And, 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 no, I'm the one butt fucking Lennon in the ass, but you know what? I'll take. I'll, you know what? I'll take Carlos instead. No, can't have my tacos. You you take one of them. I'll take another one. I, I don't give a fuck. I, I didn't agree to this. Nigga, fuck your agreement, nigga. What do you mean? Well, you gonna walk in? You gonna walk in with Lennon having a jolly old time? You just go. See Carlotta beats my dick in the mouth. Oh my god. I'm gonna pull that shit out. No, you ain't. Yeah, I should better be out of that mouth. I don't think I I don't I don't think my brain is on half my days. Is your brain Aaron? Depends on the day. Depends is it Tuesday? No. Fuck. I was thinking <laughs> I always think your brain's on a Tuesdays. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> All right, let's yeah. go. You talk about your brains on a Tuesday. We only get one retries around here. One, one mess up. All right. You sure go. about that? Probably not. If I'm being honest. 
All right, one, two, three. Hey everyone, I am MSK, aka Master Swag King, coming at you guys today with another video. And in today's video, me and Mr. Blanks are going to be going over a video that was uploaded on the CaliFX YouTube channel. And the video is titled, Konami has a huge reprint problem we need to talk about. So I know that this specific topic and several other similar topics always get circulated within the Yu-Gi-Oh! community, specifically when it comes to, you know, just Yu-Gi-Tubers and just the discussions surrounding just the Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game in general. So as you guys have noticed, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! content that I really do is obviously market watches because I'm really, really good at those. And I'll stream Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel and I'll do Yu-Gi-Oh! videos talking about the news, like if a new product gets announced. But for the most part... You know, what I've noticed with the Yu-Gi-Oh! community kind of reminds me of what the Dragon Ball Z community does, where they'll recycle the same narrative, same talking points, same discussion points, basically year out, 365 days a year, the same conversations. Now, at least with, like, Dragon Ball Z, there can be variations to different ways you can have these conversations. With Yu-Gi-Oh!, it's the same thing, and it's the same song and dance every single time. Literally, I promise you guys, it's the same conversation. It's just a different deck to talk about each time. So I'll have an example for this here. So when Dragon Rulers came out back in 2013, Lord Attacking on Galaxy, people kept saying, Yu-Gi-Oh! expensive, blah, 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 making like 20 videos talking about the game's too expensive, the game's too expensive, I might have to sell my girlfriend into OnlyFans to pay for my Yu-Gi-Oh! deck. Then, 10 years later, that same video constantly keeps happening from people. Different YouTubers drop out, different ones rise up. Same video, right? This happens with several other topics consistently year in after year out. 24-7, okay? Then, let's so you choose this year, 2024. There's obviously, you know, decks that cost a lot of money right now, you know? Guess what's happening? Oh my God, Yugi newer YouTubers, older ones, recycling the same video ideas. Oh, this deck's really expensive. We got to make this game more affordable. I have to basically sell my house and my kitchen sink to pay for my Yu-Gi-Oh deck. I can't afford my rent because I've been spending money on cardboard. It's like, I've heard of these freaking discussions and conversations so much. And that's the reason why I don't really generally do Yu-Gi-Oh discussion videos on these specific topics because it's just the same fucking thing every single time, man. So... Cali Effect, I know, has made this video in different ways throughout the years because I've been following this guy for a very, very long time. And a lot of other people that I know have been doing these kind of videos. The reason why I don't do them anymore is because it's the same fucking thing every single time. So there better be something different in here in this video or anyone else we're going to go through because if it's not, I'm about to be like, damn, we are still talking about the same shit in the same goddamn company in 2024, even though we know Konami ain't shit when it comes to the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG. The same issues persistently get talked about all the time and they do nothing about it because why would they? Because people constantly spend all their freaking money on this trading card game because Yu-Gi-Oh! is addictive as hell. But like I mentioned earlier, beginning part of the video, joining me here in this video is uh, Mr. Blanks. So anything you want to say before we start the video, actually? First anything of, you want to first talk of, about? Dark, like hobby, they're addictive as hell. Definitely and slaves. crack. <laughs> A, 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 a poor, but 
And, All right. and, and paying for OnlyFans, but we will talk about that. And this man is addicted to my ex's boobies, I'll say. Hey, man, I got a better chance to get them than you do. But no, then, I don't know. Okay. Uh, no, her, she might, you know, want us to, you know, make her a sandwich. Oh, my Lord. Make oh, So, would my meat be in her taco? Okay. All right. So, what did you want to say before we go with this video? Both our, both our meats will be in her taco. I hate you. I you, hate you so much. <laughs> you go to pink taco, I'll go to brown taco. Well that. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, hey, you want to talk about anything irrelevant to the video? He's like, I want to go and just be inside your ex hey, and put hey, my load in her. Hey, guess what, man? I'm, I'm about to treat her like a trap deck and put her face down and enter. Face yeah. down, ass up. That's why I like yeah. women. <laughs> All right, let's go over this video, guys. In my last video, when I talked about some crazy Yu-Gi-Oh news, I mentioned that Konami has a huge reprint problem. And now, everybody seems to be talking about it. No, no, dude. Konami has had a huge reprint problem forever. That's not a recent thing, ever. Or, or what they got to card game. It, it, it used to be better somewhat back in the day. They, they reprint cards that actually mattered with Upper Deck. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, Konami reprints, they just don't reprint all the good The reprint shit. structure has been pretty telegraphed for a long time. They've actually only recently, with like the last, I'll say last five years, changed it up. It's really been the same throughout the last nah, previous years. Uh, I'll say about three existed. years uh, since 2020. Because for the most part, the game has cards reprinted in what? Between August, well, tens is like, the tens are on August. Then you have those those little those mini like reprint sets before yeah. nationals. So it's pretty always telegraphed when the sets are gonna have the reprints in them. But that's before we also had like tens that mostly covered everything. It's just weird to hear people say that when it's like this has been going on forever. And then and then don't forget, and then don't forget, and people didn't realize they changed this in mm -hmm. 2020 and 2019. Mm -hmm. Or I think it was 2018. You know that the January set used to the set that came out of January used to come in the tenth of that same year, right? Yes. And then they, I, th I think it was Savage Strike. Mm -hmm. I think Savage. I think what? No, it was the Street Forces. The Street Forces was the last time that we got reprints that happened in the same year, twenty eighteen. Because in twenty nineteen, if you got product, if you didn't get a product extra when they first came out. Mm -hmm. You didn't get them for whatever until they reprinted them. Yeah. Because they used to reprint that set into, like... Do you know what Konami noticed? When there was a set that would have a really good card in them, and they knew that year coming up, the Mega Tins would have to have that set, they deliberately would leave that set out of the tins. Or they'll leave that card out of that <laughs> Or sometimes you have it reprinted before, so you wouldn't get it in the tins, or you just get it the following year. Or, or if they really want to make money off people, they'll reprint it about the legend set, reprint it mm -hmm. in the tent, and then reprint it probably in that in that uh, November set or that March mm -hmm. set of next year. They were stupid because <laughs> because think about it, they can treat you like access or the access code. Um, I remember that Bor one. Boral yeah. Sword Dragon mm -hmm. reprint you. Reprint you again the same year, or they can treat you like ass blossom. Don't reprint you in the Megatons, or as they 
Well, if you're Ash Blossom now at this point, you get reprinted in structured decks. Sets that don't matter for Ash Blossom. They can't yeah. wait to give her every single rarity in the game. So, it, so no, I see your point. It's basically a yeah. card gets too much reprints, or it gets not enough reprints, or the reprints coming at a time where it's like we ain't even playing this card anymore. This is useless, you know. Yeah. All right, let's go. And today, Big Dog, I'm actually going to be addressing that huge reprint problem that's been plaguing our Yu-Gi-Oh card game. Let's jump on in. So I think there's a couple of core components that content creators are missing when it comes to Konami in their huge reprint problem. A lot of content creators want to talk about how this particular card is incredibly expensive compared to what Yu-Gi-Oh used to be like back in the day. but. To be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie. Some of these content creators are Zoomers. They don't even know what Yu-Gi-Oh was like back in the day. I will, yes, I agree with that. There are people that'll tell you guys flat out bullshit and they've not, they don't even really even know what the best decks were back in the day. Now for me, I would just tell you, hey, I, I, I heard of this deck because I read it in a magazine. So I, I had like Beckett magazines, like Yu-Gi-Oh magazines, like Shonen Jumps and everything that I would read the tournament results through. Or I would just say, I don't know. These people, like what he said, will just lie to you. Yeah, they just tell like, you a narrative that's just not true, or not that it's not even true, or the the talking point is in like factually not wrong. They wouldn't know the ins and outs of that talking point because they didn't even compete. Hell yeah, at that time, like so they tell you a truth, but it's like it's kind of disingenuous coming from someone who actually wasn't even a part of it. You see my point? Like, yeah, it's like what people were talking about. Oh, oh, uh, Edison four barrel fun. No, no, the fuck it was it. <laughs> Not back 2010, no, because there is 15 decks, but only two deck rats and dominate. Yeah, you, you can play whatever oh, deck oh, you I'll, want. I'll even raise you this. Did you ever have a goat deck? I, I did. I actually built a goat deck, and I, 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 I know I've I built three goat decks. Yeah, I, so I played goat format, and I was like, eh, this is kind of fun, but it's like, meh. Goat deck, goat deck gets tired. I like goat deck, goat format got tired too damn quickly. I yeah. like playing. I like if you want to play a mirror match format, just play Teledad. I, I like playing <laughs> that. I like, hey like, man, I'm waiting for the day Duelist Alliance format becomes like a past format people find popular. Please, what that happen? I, I thought I saw I saw it was gonna take off. Dude, pe people are skipping that format. People are that, nah. man. One day, one day it'll have the like. Oh, this format was way better than we remember. One day. <laughs> the issue. The issue is was Cleef Force in that format? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I remember someone said because if, if because apparently in Califact Califact did a video we played against Cleefort guy and lost because the guy summoned Towers and couldn't do anything. Yeah, Towers was the the masterpiece back then. Yeah, and people out, essentially had no outs. People do not want to play against Cleefort. They, they said <laughs> that that deck was just a no. Yeah. All right. There were points in times where Yu-Gi-Oh! was thousands and thousands of dollars just to be able to play a competitive deck. So, relatively, pretty much the same. And well, there's also times in Yu-Gi-Oh! where it's not been costing a thousand dollars to play a deck. I think people need to realize the full ins and outs of a format require you to understand what was released back then the entire year. But that's the problem, is there's so many constant changes in Yu-Gi-Oh to the point where there are formats where it, it was cheap to compete or it wasn't even close to a thousand dollars. It might've been 800, 700, $600, but no, that that's just, I would say not true to the point where, you know, not every formats cost that much money. It's just not, it's just not 
what was happening at all. And Yu-Gi-Oh! pretty much has not changed in that aspect, but that's a bad thing. Because the world has changed, the times has changed, and things have gotten different. Konami should change. One of the biggest problems that has plagued Konami for years is how they've been treating rarities of Yu-Gi-Oh! cards ported from the OCG to the TCG. What's really always been a problem, honestly. Now you guys are gonna have to hang in here because... Ugh. I hate ads. Just saying. I should buy YouTube Premium, but obviously I'm poor and black and, and my wife's on welfare. It's a long overarching story that I really want to hear your thoughts and opinions on. So there's actually two factors to this equation. One of the biggest things that happened between Yu-Gi-Oh! in Japan and Yu-Gi-Oh! everywhere else is that Yu-Gi-Oh! in Japan, cards are a little bit more accessible for everyone. There's typically multiple different rarities of the same card, giving accessibility to budget players and also giving the ability for players to be able to get higher in things. But people don't- Yeah, which is true. The OCG, if you look at their sets when they come out new for them before when they come out new for us, there is multiple different rarities for like the best cards in the set. And a lot of people have been like, well, why don't we have that? That I agree with. We should have that. Because people got to understand it. Even if you have lower rarities for the chase cards and higher rarity for the chase cards, you're still going to have people buying them. That's just what will ultimately benefit budget players or people that want to spend high money in the game because you'll have people who will want to just spend a whole lot of money on the bet on the no, no, the highest rarity cards versus you know people who will just spend the good the money that they need just to get the baseline rarity of the budget card for whatever how much money they actually have don't understand why it's like that the biggest reason why it's like that is competition konami knows in japan they actually have to compete with other card games for the throne with Yu-Gi-Oh. that's another thing to notice there too is given Yu-Gi-Oh's presence here in america there's really only like two three other card games that could even have a fan base i mean if you want to use carfight vanguard sure but you have pokemon magic those are the biggest competitors then you also have, I think, Digimon. There's Dragon Ball Super, One Piece, but those are like on a much lesser scale, actually. It's a little different everywhere else. While there is competition, y'all not gonna stop buying Yu-Gi-Oh! product because rarity changes. It's been proven over the last 20 years. I don't- Yeah, that's, I agree with that too. Where, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! fan base, I'll say, aren't gonna um, not stop buying cards. That's just- Honestly, the only competition we have right now is Pokemon and Magic. One piece is too expensive to get into. Plus, they have shit short print. Plus, Bandai is doing four games at once. They got like <laughs> some Union Arena. They got the Drag Ball. They're kicking. They're ending one Drag Ball uh, Super game and they're starting a Fusion World. <laughs> People are already moving away from that. <laughs> Plus, they Digimon's kind of falling off. Uh, I spoke to I spoke to a guy who I go to work at uh, locals. He said not many people want to dig, but it used to be like it used to be sixteen. Now it's down to eight to four to eight people, and that's if if there's not a new set coming up, people it's only four people. It's the same yeah. four that come every week because they love Digimon. And they just don't like like yeah. That's the thing is competition also matters to if a company would really want to change anything. Because if there's no real competition for the Konami that we have, like it, just from their point of view, since all, all, you guys know Japan is really capitalistic there, why would they change? There is no reason to change from a business standpoint. I think there's a video or a clip Califig did where he broke it down on why 
or maybe he did it on the live stream, but he broke it down on why Kadabi would never change, and it had to do with mm-hmm. who their consumers are. I, I have to look for that clip. Oh, so, please do, because that would be great, great, great to have. All right. I want to shift blame to the Yu-Gi-Oh! community because obviously we love the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game. It's almost predatory that Konami would use a tactic on us that doesn't work in their native land and then continue to use it over and over again. But Yu-Gi-Oh! is a business at the end of the day and the tactic works. A company predatory to American consumers? No! I think it's greed because it makes no sense how cards come out in common in the OCG but ultra rare and more expensive for the TCG. Okay, so this is something that I've talked to people before about. Konami just puts out the rarities, okay? The actual people that sell the cards to you guys, for I'm not they don't really set the prices. The price is set essentially by pre-selling the cards on their website. They kind of just throw a price up there, right? So since Bonfire is the newest expensive card, we'll use that as an example. So let's say I'm a vendor and say I have Bonfires. I'm going to put bonfires up on my TCG player front for, I don't know, random number, $50, $50 bonfires. That's it. Okay. Then if no one buys them at $50, then they have to go down in price. Now there's another scenario. If those bonfires set, if someone gives me the $50 for the bonfires, right? A single copy. Well, then that's the market. The highest bidder of the card who initially buys the card is the person that sets the market. Yep. So it's a combination of the vendor who throws the, the initial price out there and the person that buys the card. Both are a combination, both of those a, are a combination of that. It's a lot now. more. Pretty much what it is, is how many pull out of the amount of a product you got. Say if you and I get two cases, right? Right. And, and Justin gets five cases. Mm-hmm. And then, right, we all, and then through two cases, we get five bonfires. For two cases, yeah. That means, first of all, we know it's short printed at that point. That is a short print on we a get five. We get five <laughs> or six for yeah. two cases of two cases. Adjusted gets 12 for five cases. Or, no, a, a place that would be, yeah, about she gets 13 for five case, cases. And now we have to look at how much everything costs. We have to look at what, how many costs per box. We got to do calculations, then we got to throw out a number. Because we spent two cases. How much do you say that case would cost? About sixteen hundred dollars for or eight uh six hundred dollars like per case. A case. Okay, like six seven hundred dollars, uh, six hundred yeah, around there, roughly. Right? Yeah, we'll just say that me. just for argument's sake, right? You know, yeah, yeah two, that's when you times it by two, fourteen hundred. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Now we only got six copies that are two cases, seven hundred dollars. How how do we make our money back? Oh, great. Let's look at all the cards. Yeah, we're gonna put thrust for sixty to see if they sell mm-hmm. low down. Let's put let's put uh we'll put bonfires at eighty to see if they sell. Mm-hmm. Okay, they'll they'll sell. We drop them seventy. They'll sell. We drop them to fifty. We put three out for them. Just put three. Somebody yeah. buy the meal. All right, cool. And immediately and we, that that's where the market is set. That's what people are and willing then, to pay for them. And then what you do with them, so you don't put your last remaining quality, quality on there. Mm-hmm. You wait. You wait. You can put all six, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't. You put three. You put three, and then you say, oh, yeah, we got some more coming in. 
Mm-hmm. You don't have to say he got all six because if you, the worst thing is when you go, you put all you put all your quality, they all get bought out. But due to mm-hmm. they get all bought out once, mm-hmm. and then off. this is the other other thing to keep in mind too with people is Konami has. I mean, they've mentioned that they don't short print cards, but we know that's a lie. Who would understand? Since so many people buy this stuff now, just because a card is short printed doesn't mean that it's not going to appear in mass in other people's, you know personnel like like you said we could pull like three between us he could pull like six is that really a short point when you factor in how many other people are buying it at that level too you know so it's also this like illusionary effect of like is it a short print versus like how much is it available actually how much they're actually even putting out there on their storefront that's the thing you know so there's like like you mentioned before there's a lot that really goes into this stuff you know but it's mostly a combination of the vendor person who owns the storefront and the person who's willing to set the highest bid, you know? Yep. Well, there's actually a second part to that. So the next part to that is that I am very inclined to believe that Konami in the OCG does not make a lot of money. Now, I could be wrong because there's really no way to find out the financial report. But to be honest, I think that we... Well, there was the leaked shareholders meeting talking about... V has a video about it. We'll probably end up e-fapping that at, at some point too. It's a really great video talking about the state of Yu-Gi-Oh! and the health of it and all that stuff. There there was that leaked shareholders meeting talking about all those problems they had. So I'd imagine they're not making as much money as they used to be, but they were listing a lot of issues there. Getting new players into the game, uh, Master Duel, the live competition with Yu-Gi-Oh! Carry the load for Yu-Gi-Oh! to exist. And I think that's kind of a good thing. Think about it, guys. Yu-Gi-Oh! in Japan is incredibly cheap, and everything's super accessible. They also get cards a little bit earlier than us, three months at the least, and sometimes years ahead of us. I really like to think that Konami uses the OCG as... If your employees are traveling, you... Well, if if your employees are traveling into my pussy, then they should be out. ...masters for the rest of the world to help make the game more balanced. This is the video. This is the video. Okay, this is the video. This is the video. Okay, okay. never mind. I remember I watched this live on live stream. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what it was. I think this is part of the video. This is, okay. Yeah, I, I believe this is the, yeah. Okay. They do a terrible job at that, but it makes sense, right? I think we play a premium dollar because we are the reason why the Yu-Gi-Oh! community or the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game exists. Without us, I don't think that Yu-Gi-Oh! would be profitable. And I think that Konami would fail. So I think the trade-off is pretty simple. OCG deals with the testers format, which do you guys really want to deal with three maxi? And we yes. get a better refined card game, but at the cost. Do we really get a better refined card game? Do we really? Do you really want to play the format with Maxi? I saw Maxi wasn't a problem. Played basketball, I was like, oh, okay. See, I play I play a deck that doesn't get affected by Maxine flu. I'm like, all right, cool. Maxine, yeah, all right, cool. You're never gonna draw. Right, you're on screen, with, I'm playing like fucking True Draco, did with this like Maxi. I'm like, what the pot acting no, no, duality? No. Shane Maxi's like exactly. all right. I did that to somebody. I went pot duality, they go Maxi away. <laughs> I like it. I was like, these things don't read. <laughs> Reading is so hard for you, give people, man. I don't understand it, dude. Game of the issue is short printing and scalpers, wells, and secondary market prices that are driving card prices higher, which the community feeds into constantly, feeding into a systemic problem, but no one can refrain from buying pre-sale or at horrifically high prices. 
Yes. All of that is another huge problem. Again, guys, you know, we take shots at Konami, but only when it's necessary. I think we have to take a little bit of the blame as a community in the whole. You I mean, okay, yes. I have said this a long time ago as well myself, which is people got to really understand. Konami just theoretically be seeing it this way. I'm not putting not blame on them because they do a lot of bad things. Yugi community itself does a lot of the bad in all of that. You know, Konami only just theoretically makes the cards. All these people drive the prices of them. All, all That's all they do, you know? And they feed into it as well. Then you have backpack vendors. Uh, you know, you have the actual vendors themselves. Like, all, all, all that stuff. There is an actual person problem. People have this big issue with putting the blame on themselves because they'd rather just blame everything else than the actual, you know, culprit at hand, which is themselves, you know? Yu-Gi-Oh! players will buy Yu-Gi-Oh! cards no matter what price they are. You seen Bonfire's price, guys? Yeah, and Bonfire is just the most recent example of this. This happens with many other cards. I can give you a thousand examples of this, people. Bonfire will not be the first, and it won't be the last. I will tell you that right now. And it's kind of dumb because most Yu-Gi-Oh! players know that the card will be cheap in about a year, but they'll still pay over $100 per copy. Now, that's the big difference there is... Within a year from now, since Yu-Gi-Oh! metas consistently change, the deck that's using that right now potentially is not going to be good in a year. So if you don't get it right now and play with it right now, then the chances of that card in that deck being as good as it is by next year is a 50-50 gamble at that point. Jack, the card isn't even good right now. At this point, guys, we can't keep putting everything on Konami. We actually have to take some accountability here. Buying prices at these ridiculously high prices only allows sellers to keep listing them at ridiculously high prices. I understand that you guys want the cards early. I understand that you guys want to be able to play the cards. But seriously, if you guys stop for a second and think about other people, then we probably would have a lot cheaper of a card game. Well, that sounds insanely... Well, I want to get... You guys don't like when I get political here. That kind of leans into more like communistic capitalistic stuff but you know most people are gonna just look out for their own self-interest when it comes to stuff like that's the thing that, that the yugi community needs to stop doing which is insanely cringe which is like thinking that someone else should start doing things and bending their way of doing things to someone else to benefit them it's like that person wouldn't give a fuck about you if we're being completely honest here you know but there's some other problems too, and I'm not gonna ignore those. They charge us to feed their old hood. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> they taxing us! It almost feels bad putting it just on the players because like you guys did say earlier, Konami could print cards in lower rarities. But still, if we go by what we just said, if we- That's the thing though, is Bonfire did get printed in two different rarities. If we're just using Bonfire as the example of the video, Bonfire was printed as two different rarities. Collector, or, or, yeah, collector's rare, which is like- Ultra rare and collector rare. rares are like 80 something. That is multiple yeah. rarities. That's plural. That's two rarities yeah. themselves, you know? Now, do people want what the OCG has, which is like you have it in four, like fours, four different printings? I don't mm. think that's too much to ask for. I don't think that's too much, you know? But remember guys, this is how Konami does their sets. That kind of set locks rarities into like- Rare, it's just like what ultras, collectors, rares, and like supers or some shit. That's how rare, this has always been. Rare, super, ultra, and collector. So that there's a reason why they waited for that card to be in that set. 
because they, they can only lock it into one of the few readies that they have there. We are being charged to feed the hood, then we gotta get charged to feed the hood. At this point, I just wait every two years to get cards like Thrust and Bonfire. That is the problem. That's the, yeah, because that borders on two different mindsets. One, if you're not competing, then that is good. That is actually the smartest thing to do. Yep. But if you are competing and those are the best cards of the format, if we're being if we don't look, okay, so there's two ways you can acquire cards. Obviously, borrowing them and being part of a team, or you do very well at your local card store and your owner just lets you borrow the cards and you give them back. Do not steal them. You don't do that. That's fucked up. Or you compete or, and buy the cards yourself if you have a really good job. That's the only two ways you do it. Yeah. That's it. Or, that's literally the only two ways. Trade. Or you trade. You trade up, you trade up. That's, that's what, what a lot yeah. of people do. They trade up. They yeah. They look at what those you how those for someone like uh, let, let's say for someone like me, maybe I might compete in a future format again. I don't know. So I wouldn't really have to get staples right now for anything because I'm not really competing. I'm just playing a master duel. That's yep. it. Let's just say someone like you, someone like Rogue, if you need the cards, you either got a trade from the, you buy them. So that's the thing you is either you trade, see. buy, or you look at what the deck I could play. Yeah, look that's up. yeah. Go ahead. Sometimes that's the other thing, too. People don't realize there's other decks you can play if you decide to play. Yes. Them. Like, that's the other thing I want to bring up, too. I'm glad you brought that up so we didn't forget it when the video's over, which is people need to understand in formats, people need to analyze is there more than one good deck? A lot of people just get into this default mindset of like, this is the only good deck because it's winning a lot. Now, to be fair, that, that very well could be true. It's winning a lot because this probably is the best deck. But if you can't afford that deck, you can't buy those cards. You need to think of something else to do. Or you simply. Know that you're going to be playing at a loss, or you play like other tech cards to stop this best deck. There's things that you have to be able to adjust to, yeah. Instead of just being like, Well, I can't afford the best deck, so I guess you get expensive, so I guess blah 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 blah. Well, that's not helping no one. Do you want to compete or you want to sit there and complain? You only do one of the two things, right? So, oh, Lord. So, one of the biggest problems with Konami Yu Gi Oh! reprints is that you get them too late. Nobody likes to talk about this at all. No, people have. Dude, pe <laughs> Dude, there's no way you believe that, man. People have talked about stuff for years. People, it was highlighted in your video. It was highlighted in this video just two seconds ago. The person two seconds ago just highlighted that he gets the reprint a year later. So that would automatically imply the reprints come late or a year later. A year is pretty much a long time away for a card game. Now, when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh, the reprint structure is def it's definitely changed over the years. Now you get kind of like more prevalent cards reprinted earlier than what they used to be. But yeah, for the most part, if you're waiting for good cards, they mostly come either in the tins, which they still leave good cards out of those tins, or you get them randomly in a set like Maze of Millennia or another reprint set the following year. Or, or a set in March or uh, November. But I, I disagree on this notion that no one's brought it up. That is nonsense. People have constantly brought that up. Oh, that's, there's so many people that brought it up. Rux is 34 brought it up so many times. Yeah, reprints are, are known to be late. Because by that de definition, when a format's over, because you don't know if that deck's going to be good or not because of ban lists coming up, if you get the reprints of the cards a year later on, then yeah, by it's just so explanatory at that point by the time that we get competitive cards a lot of the times they're out of relevancy let's take for example what you know that's called dude that's called a rotation yugi doesn't have a rotation like magic and pokemon do but that's Yugi literally what a rotation a, is yugi doesn't have a standard rotation what they do is they print powerful cards that they that rotate out like the only mm -hmm. card that, that has a that's been that has a rotate out is hand traps 
Yeah, hand traps could continuously give or take which one will constantly always be fluctuated in and out. Well, hand traps format, don't really yeah. rotate out. It's, it's kind of hard for them to rotate out. No, no. What I was, I was mentioning, like, you know, some formats Gamma was good, some formats it's trash, some formats Valor's good, some formats but it's trash. The one thing about Gamma, Gamma was multi-purpose. Um, the one format Gamma was really big in, that shit got limited down to one. That card is disgusting. Don't forget, don't forget Gamma also was a combo starter because and a tuner because <laughs> a tuner that gets you a level six monster that gets you to a level think about it people used to go gamma driver into the stardust uh dragon re the starter dragon will get reborn the gamma to go to barone at four summons on your opponent's turn mm-hmm. imagine negating sun on your turn because they activate it go to gamma get driver go driver go to stardust um Mm-hmm. Uh, the starters, the new starters dragon, right? Mm-hmm. Send Gamma to the graveyard. Reborn Gamma off that effect from Starless Dragon. Use the Starless Dragon with Gamma to go to Barone. You still, you haven't committed no normal summon. You're under five summons. Mm-hmm. And you don't got to worry about them. Like, I, that's why I got limited. It wasn't because it was a hand trap, it, because. You could literally, you could, it was a one card uh, Barone, and you didn't mm-hmm. even know it. I'm not doing it. That, that, I, that's I, the I thing that, before. that's the thing people don't really ever get is yes, Yu Gi Oh ha- doesn't have a rotation, but Konami, as a business, as Califix just pointed out to you guys, they're a business, right? They have to get you playing the new stuff. They don't want you playing the old stuff. They don't. They don't really realistically want you playing that same old deck you've been playing. They want you to play new stuff. That's why they make new decks that you, in theory, go, I don't want to play nothing new. I'll just kind of stick with one deck. Then you kind of go, I like that new deck. That's the thing, though. Yu-Gi-Oh! has a rotation. It's just not the way that Pokemon and Magic have it. It's just a lot different. Heralded is one of the best reprint sets of all time. Legendary Collection 25th Anniversary, which, if you think about it, that's crazy that it's considered the best of all time. Chad, it's a two-month-old... People, I will say this too. There's been a lot of other best-of-all-time rarity uh, reprint sets. that they, they This won't be the last. It won't be the first. I just I find it weird people call that the best one. When I agree. It's one of the top ten ones of all time. I agree with that. It's just like, you know, people have said this about every reprint set ever, honestly. Set. And it, it, people are like, yo! But it's fair because we've never had something like it legendary collection 25th anniversary printed so many crazy good cards triple tactics talent ash blossom and joyous spring and stuff like that but when you start to think about the age of these particular cards you then start to realize that their effectiveness has dwindled over time i know you guys remember when ash blossom and joyous spring first came out the card was devastating it was crazy it was also 80 dollars a copy but the longer that ash blossom existed konami had to keep up with cards like ash blossom so they created new, more powerful cards. That's called evolution. <laughs> Thanks for describing that a company would be actually willing to make stronger cards than the current cards that exist in the card pool. Then, Ash Blossom became- Hey, what? Well, some of those cards outlived those other cards. Think about it, they created Callbot. They, a lot of uh, hip chop stoppers that yeah. Callbot mm-hmm. went right past. Like <laughs> They actually, because that's the thing, people always say, oh, we were going to get a card to stop hand traps. You got one. It was called Caught by the Grave. And, and then, then he asked for it limited. Because <laughs> Konami forgot to put one small thing, once, a once per turn clause on it. Because <laughs> they realized there's more hand traps than just ash, but people like, but that's the only hand trap that's working. But we need one that's going to stop um, Imperm. 
because imperm the most deadliest hand trap. Yeah, remember when imperm was considered? Yeah, remember when imperm was considered the best hand trap for a long time? Yeah, now people consider other ones the best. It's just initially people. There was a a small window where people saw it it wasn't going to be as good because well, what if I drove off like my sixth car? It's like and I don't have a car on the field. You can set it now. You can turn off the zone. These motherfuckers don't read. Read is fundamental. Remember that. Oh God, yeah. I I would still say the best hand traps of all time to me, given their game relevance and impact on the game, are Ash for sure and Effect Veiler, and then probably DD Crow in there too at some place. I'll least, say, but for I'll me, say, Effect Veiler and Ash, those cards fundamentally change how people play Yu Gi Oh. Those cards. I'll say. I'll say Ash Maxi Effect. Oh, Maxi for sure. Those are top three. Yeah. Yeah, Max, Maxi Maxi felt more like a flood game times. Mm-hmm. It was like it made it like, do you want to stop or do you want to keep going? Like newer age hand traps that really took over were definitely impermed. In that card took over for a while, honestly. Evenly matched, I'll say. Evenly matched was there for a very long time. It still is, honestly. There. What what, what would you say was more impactful, Droll or DD Crow? What happened? What which hand trap would you have as more impactful, Droll or DD Crow? Oh, uh, girl. Mm, yeah. All right. A lot less effective. Now we're getting it at a fairly highly accessible point, and the card is borderline bad. And I don't know if you guys have caught on to it, but every that's year... Just, dude, that's just what happens, man. They create good cards at a time that people have to buy to stop the other good cards, okay? Then later on, they make stronger cards to beat that strong card. Sounds like the... A business to me we get some new extra deck monster or some new spell card that's the hottest must-have card so it's almost like a rabbit race by the time that you get these cards that have been beating your ass for the last year there's already new cards that you need to have well that's the other, other thing too which is give give or take the card itself they could cycle in and out of formats too this is what people fail to realize. Those cards will cycle in and out of formats. Not all the not all the cards you get a couple years later on down the road are just all going to be useless. That's just not true. Some of those cards will be usable, actually. Just because they're not good in that moment doesn't mean they won't, won't be good, you know, a couple formats down the road. And since ban lists constantly get updated and changed, anything is possible. I mean, a few years ago, people would have never pegged certain of these cards that are getting used right now to be good. So how Yu-Gi-Oh changes. Like uh, SP Little Knight. And you know what's going to happen? A few years later on down the road, there's going to be a card better than SP Little Knight. People literally said that Access, Access Code Talker was the best Link 4 monster in the game. Guess what happened now? There's, I know there's way better than that. It happens no. all the time. No, there's better. Remember when Stardust Dragon was considered the best Synchro Monster of all time? There's better Synchro Monsters than Stardust Dragon. Same with Xyz. Same thing with Trippy yeah, Monsters. Same it, thing with Rituals. It, it, it took years. It took years, but the whole thing back then was Stardust Dragon got power crept by the Xyz monsters. <laughs> what's yeah. what's yeah. easier to get a, a tuner in a monster that had the equal same levels, or just get two level four and then call call a spell? They even power crept how you do exceed monsters. Lynx is basically just, got the right monster for this one. Yep. All right. Merging together. What? Shit. <laughs> shit. Shit. Yeah. It's so generic. Oh, two two monsters with different just, names. Yeah. So Lynx basically just you got two monsters for like, a monster. Yep. So or, or sorry, sorry. Before that, before that, 
one card XYZ Monsters, Rap here. One card yeah. XYZ Monsters, one card extra deck engines. Oh, start of uh Typhon. If your opponent mm-hmm. if your opponent is supposed to summon twice from your extra deck, you just put over a monster. You can just put over any monster. I was like, what the f-? You know, I use that in my flu deck sometimes. I just put over um <laughs> I just what I would do is I'll go to um like say if I don't normal summon, I'll go into um what's the bird? What's the um um the level one literalist bird just put it right over that. Now I like and then I'll just have the gates. Yeah, they and no the gate bounces. It's like this shit don't target too. It's like now I got a target, I got a non-target removal that that sends the card back to the extra deck or the deck. It's like this card is cracked. Like, yeah, it's people have to realize like the game the game the game power creeps itself, not even even shit. So so it, it went from a yearly mm-hmm. to shit with power creeping like every three to two to three sets now. Like some of the top crazy. players in Yu-Gi-Oh are like, oh, I'm not gonna play Pot of Prosperity because I don't want to lose the draw. Hey babe. Oh my god, see that's my face when Amaranth just sucked my dick. And she made me come whole liquids in her butt, all up in her ass. Troll. That's crazy that that's happening now that Pot of Prosperity is a super rare. I am not against getting reprints later on when they are less effective. I just don't like for competitive budget players to get reprints when they are not effective and think that these cards are going to up their game when the new card already comes out to take over. Can we get? That's what's called being a budget player. You don't get the same privileges or you would say i must say privileges that's that's probably the wrong word for it you don't get the same level of i would say competitive nature being a budget player versus being a competitive player that has the funds to get the other cards that's why you'd be a budget player honestly you have to find other ways to be competitive and wouldn't people consider that skillful like by the definition you would find that skillful right you'd have to find other ways to win like a little bit of a rebrand like I, I, I find it weird that people who are on a budget go, I don't have access to these other better cards. What did you just say to me? What the fuck? Of course you don't. A little bit of a break where Yu-Gi-Oh is fair, friendly, competitive, and budget. Can I- yeah, that's only happening at various certain moments, but not all the time. Tommy has been cycling over this for decades now. The problem is times have changed. We have way more accessibility. No, what's been the problem, dude, is people know the game. People know that strategy. It, it's There's many other strategies that I, I could obviously lay out. People know it. They just keep playing into it. It's the same thing with, like, ban lists. Same thing with reprints. Same thing with a lot of things in the game. People just keep playing into this thing. They know the game by now. By the time cards you would need are that the, – by the time you would need certain cards, like, like, like Cali Effect just mentioned, by the time you need them, they're already not relevant. You think people would pick up on this strategy that Konami's been doing for many years now at this point? ...to the internet, and we can kind of see your pattern happening over and over again. It has to change. And the third problem, one of the most important problems that I haven't seen you guys talk about, short prints. Like, seriously. Okay, dude, people have definitely talked about short prints. We, Come we, on, man. We, 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 we Oh, my God. My brother, we, we talked about short prints on the live stream. That's the number one thing people bring up is cards that are good. The uh, ones you, the best ones out of the sets 
are constantly short printed. We, we, now I know you're capping. Come on, dude. We we, we talk about cards on the live stream. We talk about live stream. We we, we on the live stream be like, yo, this card's uh, short printed like hell. Like you can't find it nowhere. Like you, you can't find this. You go you go find it if they had it in the store because shit was so short printed. Like shit, twenty nineteen was it? Twenty nineteen oh uh, by the legend. That shit was short printed like a motherfucker. Like and people were pulling it left and right. Like no, we 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 talk about short prints. The issue is some people ain't listening. Yeah. People are definitely talking about short prints. That's the number. Konami literally had to put out in a fucking statement that they don't short print cards because it was that and, big of a problem. And then they ended up short printing by saying, <laughs> "Oh, we don't short print. What we do is we we're gonna we're gonna give you more cards, but you 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 put more cards, but now instead of having you still have four ultras, but now you have ten ultras per set." That's me. You're not even guaranteed a full playset because there's only twenty. There was a there's f- four ultras, but there's ten of them. No, sorry, it's sixteen. No, it's secrets. We'll give you, it's two secrets per box. Mm-hmm. You gave us ten secrets instead of eight. That's me. Out of twenty four boxes, you're not you're not guaranteed to get a playset of any of them. And some you might get more than others. Yeah, co- I was like, come on, Callie, man, I like this dude, but holy crap, was that just so disingenuous. Are you telling me that nobody in the community has talked about short prints, not the, the vendors who buy this stuff? The it's YouTubers? Probably, come it's on, probably, it's, probably, it's, probably, it's probably people he's not listening to, because that, that happens a lot of times. Because if you don't hear the conversation, you don't think it's happening. Out of sight, out of mind. So, yep, pretty yep. much, yep. Guys, why do short prints exist? I genuinely think one of the most disingenuous things that Konami can do is to make an 80 card booster set, then add 20 more cards to the booster set with exclusives as well as cards that are not desirable but take up high rarity slots. Yeah, I agree with that. I man, I have said this for years, I fully agree with that. That is something I will mm, 100% spot on. What is the point of having an 80-card set and you're just going to have a bunch of filler in it? Cards that take up high priority slots that aren't good, complete dog shit. No one will ever play these cards. They, they literally would shove them up their ass to have more usability than putting them in their decks, but they just take up slots in a, in a main core booster sets. Now, I would have a problem with this if those was in sets like um, Seeker Slayers, Maze Millennia, those like hidden arsenal-esque sets. These things shouldn't be applying to main core booster sets. Main core booster sets would sell the game at the best rates. We know that for sure. Should have the best cards in them by far. No filler. You know? I agree with that. 100%. Then make cards short printed. The most recent drama that I'm talking about is Triple Tactics Thrust. As compared to its other counterparts, it has... You guys should literally see the Twitter pictures. I'm gonna have to send them to my editor. There were stores that bought cases of Maze of Millennia. Their bonfires? Thick. Their Triple Tactics Thrust? Do not tell her it was cold that night. Bro. Okay, so this is, but this has been a problem. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. This has been a problem with many other sets. Okay, Secret Forces. Remember the Necros, uh, Necros Bionic, one per case? Like, I agree with what he's saying, guys, but this, you can't just tell me it's just been with this product. This has been a problem for many products. A lot of them. Constantly. 
But the issue is, it seems like people just got so used to it. That's the yeah. This is this seems to be the product that has basically broke the camels, the straw that broke the camels back. Cause yep. come on, this happened with um no shadows of Hala, Ash Blossom, super rare short printed. Remember? Yep. Remember oh, that? oh, wait, 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 uh-huh. wait a minute. Um, invocation. Yep. There we go. They mm-hmm. re- they short printed that shit three times. They in the same set as Shadows of Valhalla. They they short printed Ash and Invocation. No, actually, they said Ash. You you could get two. I think it was two per box. You could probably get. That's, that's Invo- terrible. But they said Invo- they said they said Invocation. This I remember the guy who I I used to uh, buy boxes from. He said there are people that that were getting one to two Invocations per case. A super rare. A su- they said there, there are people that was getting three to four ash blossoms, but only one invocation. And then guess what? They remember they they short printed invocation again in the Battle of the Legend set when they reprinted it. You remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Invocation was only, yeah, but this time, oh, invocation is gonna show up more three per case from uh, from fuck that. And people are telling, and he's got the nerve to say people ain't complaining about short prints, dude. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Justin, what's up, brother? He says, I'm just being honest. Yu Gi Oh! players take complaining about stuff in this game. I agree. That being said, Yu Gi Oh! players are more broke and not financially stable in life, but they will spend their last hundred dollars on a meta card. No, I I know, man. Yu Gi Oh! players' priorities are backwards. Like, Magic the Gathering is an expensive card game. But Magic the Gathering players have money and got priorities in order. That's the thing, though. Magic the Gathering is primarily consisted of older people that would kind of know what they need in life first. Like, card plus, games second, bills first. Plus also, very backwards with that. Plus also with Magic the Gathering, if Modern and Athena are too expensive, they, they just go straight to Commander. I, I've, I've known people... Yeah, that's that another piece like, of context, too, is like, if you don't like what's going on in the main current... M- MTG, they'll just go to the other one. They do have they other look, options there. They they literally just go to Commander. They be like, oh yeah, uh, modern, modern is like six hundred dollars to get in, and standard is like four fifty. I'm gonna just go play this forty dollar Commander deck and have fun. I'm like, god damn. Okay. So when Yu Gi Oh players complain about short prints and expensive cards, will then get a better job. See that that can apply two ways too, because I, I I do believe some people actually have decent jobs. It's just. It's cost oh, a lot of money right now, honestly. That too, but a lot of people, he, 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 he's right. A lot of people are financially illiterate. Yeah, no, like this, it, it's a twofold thing. I think people do have some, 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 not all. I think some have decent jobs, but, you know, it is expensive in a lot of places. Though. I, I can't deny that myself. But I yeah. do agree that some people actually have decent jobs, like really good ones, where they can spend top dollar on newest stuff instantly, but then at the cost of almost being homeless. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh players have an epidemic where, like, they'd rather spend a thousand dollars on a deck, but can't buy a, a dollar bar of soap from a ninety-nine cent store. Really? Yep. Ah, uh, yeah, fucking yeah. Oh, it is legitimately bad, especially when you consider that Maze of Millennia is not considered as a great Yu-Gi-Oh set by most. But guys, you already know I, I would don't... probably consider it complete trash. But that's just my opinion. Don't make videos presenting a problem without presenting a solution. I like to leave a solution just in case Konami is watching, and to end on a positive note. And of course, if you guys have a solution, let us know. I want to hear it. So, I know for a fact that Konami would never, would never give us more reprints at timely manner. Like, it, it just, 
it would be nice after a set comes out like for example we're in the age of overlord format when the phantom nightmare set comes out that's when a special edition comes oh this is also another problem too before this playstation ad plays special editions which offered main core booster boxes cards as reprints so to speak don't exist anymore Special editions, the reason why they initially stopped is because we have factor in special editions correspond with the main core booster set. So if you got a really, really bad main core booster set, you get a really, really, really bad special edition. But the upsides to special editions are so much more better than, you know, the downsides to them, honestly, in my opinion. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Let me uh, put this back for a second and go right here out that's when a special edition comes around releasing some of the most expensive cards in a lower rarity i think that would be cool i'm pretty sure you guys would like that. this no, is i agree bring back special editions there's no reason why we shouldn't have them i, I and i don't and for someone to say they're replacing with something better like what what have they replaced them with fucking repackaged sets we've gotten like 10, 20 years ago shut the fuck up no i agree bring back special editions establishes multiple things we know that one when we're in age of overlord format that's when those cards will be at the peak we also know at the end of age of overlord format those cards will be accessible to more players this also allows some of the other cards from age of overlord to age over time thinking about some of the cards like the magician's unity card the special edition we've only been getting for the last four sets that will not be included also no quarter century rares or collector's rares or whatever inside of that set so that still does give you a reason to pick up Age of Overlord for the higher rarity cards. I know the problem with that particular tactic, but it does make Konami more money. So it's like, it's almost a no-brainer to do it. More cards in circulation that are reprints or needed for formats means lower secondary prices, which means the entire game cheaper for newer returning players. More players mean more money spent on cardboard, and Konami makes even more bank. Yeah, so the incentive to have prices lower comes at a different type of a scale but i i do agree with the the idealistic approach is like yeah if card prices are lower then it does allow more people to play the game it it, it just does that's just how that would work but yeah Oh doesn't really function like that because of the system surrounding Oh. this is such a systemic problem in the game that was created for so long you have to literally tear it all down and restart it up which is not happening because it's been so embedded for so long you know, oh, yeah, yeah, man. No, exactly. That is solution number one. Solution number two. Konami, I know option number one may be too good to be true. Maybe logistically, let's just say it's not possible, right? Let's just say it is not probable for you to make more money. I don't know how, but let's just say it doesn't exist. Just throw us up. Also, that's the thing that people need to understand about business structure. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know this stuff, because I have to educate myself on this, when you go and buy a Yu-Gi-Oh card at your local card store or any trading card game you play, Konami does not get a percentage of that. Business owners won't tell you that, but I don't know why they don't. Konami gets paid through distributors buying their product. Now, I know this is because that is how it works for everything else. Comic books everything else comic the local store owners who who sell comic books comic book shop owners they buy their products through distributors distributors sell you the product you pay for the product right so how would a distributor 
obviously have those products. They have to buy them from Konami. So they pay Konami for the product. Konami already gets paid up front. They don't really – that's the thing, though. Konami is at the best position right now because they get paid up front. They already make all their money up front. So really, what's the what's the incentive to change? They already get paid at the end of the day. Bone every now and then. Instead of giving Triple Tactics Thrust the short point, don't do that. Make it accessible. That's all. That's the thing, though, is we're, we're, we're just using Triple Tactics Thrust as an example here. Just an example. There will be cards. Triple Tactics Thrust will get a common reprint, a super reprint, another secret rare reprint. It's going to get a quarter century ultra ultimate butthole reprint. Cards that are as good as that, that can be cycled in, format and format and format out, are going to have multiple reprints. Not just now. But could be in this, this year. We're still going to get the 10s. Fast going to have Fulton Nova. You think Thrust isn't going to be in there? Could not well, be. No, because think about it. Could not be done even that. If it's not there, even if it's not there, it's going to get reprinted again at some point. We know that. Yeah, but the issue is, by the time you get something is no longer needed, what's the point of having it? it but do you like, think Thrust is a card that won't be good two years from now, though? There might be a card that like makes it obsolete. That's the issue. That's true. If, I agree. Yeah. And that's the that's the it, like, from the competitive side, you mm-hmm. want the card because it makes playing the game easier. When yeah. you have when you can play the game on intermediate instead of advanced mode, it makes the game a lot easier. But it's not it's, like, it's not needed, but if you have it, you you definitely want it. That's the thing. If you have it, you if you have it, you usually if you don't have it, you don't really chase for it. And that's the same with that card. You don't need it, but mm-hmm. you want it. Most of these people want it because it just makes their life a little easier when they get hand trapped. Because then you go thrust it to Talus, Talus, take your opponent's card out of your hand, or draw two, or take their monster. Just like that's what that's what it comes down to. But it's it's, it's always going to see play because as long as there's hand traps, it's always going to see play. That's the number one thing people are going to realize. It will always see play because hand traps will never go out of style unless they just one day wake up and be like, oh, all hand traps are banned. That's the only way. And but guess what? The way they've been creating monsters effects, most of these monsters, these in archetype monsters, summon onto your opponent's turn. <laughs> sure, you know, yeah. you know every time I've I've someone challenged me because I don't even like I went I went Rabina, Chainlink one, Chainlink two. The monster has to activate his effect, turning on, um, what do you call it? Um, talents and thrust. People don't realize that my deck, my deck, played into talents and thrust, but. People mostly only think of it as hand trap. No, most of these effects, like Justin know. says, to me, I think people like Cali Effect is broke because he complains about car prices far too much. The whole story of life is you work, you make money, you spend that money on entertainment, such as going to clubs, bars, partying, traveling, card games. I don't games, think, no, I don't think he's broke. I, I don't think he's broke. I, we don't. He has a bit of, I'll say, money issues because he said about the whole medical thing he went through. But I mean, no, 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 no. That wasn't a money issue. That was a uh, a medical issue because they how you put it. 
I forgot what it was exactly. It was I forgot what it was exactly. It was he he said it. It was yeah no, yeah. I remember what it was. Oh, we saw I saw that video. I remember what what it was. Just I forgot what the actual thing was. But yeah. I, I think this is the thing people don't understand because people treat Yu Gi Oh as if it's like their best thing ever for their hobby. Well, if you had all that money to spend on anything else, people say, "Wow, well, I I would have spent it on this." Well. You could also do two things. You could also spend money on things you enjoy, like Yu-Gi-Oh, and also spend money on things you need. But you could also spend money on things you need yeah. and enjoy. That's that's these aren't mutually exclusive things, people who are watching this video later on. Okay. Like if you get genuine enjoyment out of buying Yu-Gi-Oh cards and playing, that's fine. But if you want to get the higher expensive cards at the time, give or take which Yu-Gi-Oh format we might be in, give or any take any week, any day of the year. It's just how it is, man. Like some people are just a little more fortunate than others, but some people, like it's it's the thing that happens. A lot of people they don't ha they rather prioritize these kind of hobbies over getting their life together. In order to have your life be a bit more successful, you need to actually have money, which requires people going and getting jobs. It just that's just how it is, you know. I don't want to be that kind of guy, but that's just how it is. You can't be yeah. like, well, I want to buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards right now, but I, I can't. I don't even have a roof over my head. You see how that doesn't apply. You see why people's exactly. priorities are not in the straight. You need to get your life figured out first. Then you can play all the Yu-Gi-Oh you want. You get that job you want. You get whatever job, any, any job, no matter. You have money at that point. If you have yeah. a job and you play Yu-Gi-Oh and pay all your bills and you're kind of like broke at the end of the month, but you still love playing Yu-Gi-Oh and you got the money you make, you're good, my opinion. Both yeah. thing that really trips me up is like you'd sacrifice paying your rent to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Don't rent do or or your electric bill. Now you got now you got five hundred dollar cards, but now you gotta light those cards on fire to um have heat. <laughs> You can't sell cards for the, the money you paid for because cards depreciate and I'm so uh, But yeah, that's the thing is people need to. I, I'm not getting political. I'm not. But it's a lot of people that think that things should just be kind of handed to them versus like you work for them. It's just kind of really how it's that not, works. No, it's not even handed to them. What the issue is, Konami treats us as crash dummies. They they know they can't make. And I think it was this video was another video. He explained. I think it was this video as well. He explained how they they'll make no money over in Japan. It was this video where he explained that they'll make no money in Japan because all the rarities are so cheap. The people are getting cars for free. Think about this: Konami didn't make no money off those players over there for almost a year and a half. Because what 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 was the one deck that was dominating ever since it came out in twenty twenty two? Tournaments. Yeah. Tournaments dominant. It took it took it took one year and a half because Telemans for them came out in April April May mm -hmm. of 2022. It took them to about October 2023 to finally be in the deck. Mm -hmm. That's me. Imagine spending a hundred hundred two hundred fifty dollars on a deck and then you play that shit for a year and a half. You know what value you get out of that? <laughs> you don't never all, all you gotta do is buy a new hand trap or buy a new this card. Justin says Yu-Gi-Oh is different because only practically pay to win. You still need skill to beat players like Jeff Johns, Jesse Connor, Billy Break type players. You just can't win just off the cards you play 100 percent Yeah. I think Yu-Gi-Oh, the game itself is always fine, but the community bothers me. Hi, community broke, all right. The Yu-Gi-Oh community has ego issues, and they don't even got a car, their own place, shower. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Even, let alone fuck getting a car to place. If you can't properly shower day to day, yeah, <laughs> just saying. Or they want to fight you when you lose. Yeah, yeah, it's a bunch of. I'm not trying to be mean here. It's a bunch of mentally ill, retarded weirdos who 
can't function in society and are just super introverted and think that like this is supposed to be the way that they think is like normal and it's like no it's definitely not i'd say <laughs> oh we want chat isn't that right have you konami have you ever thought about just sitting down and being just a little less greedy bestial magnum good idea do it again also i think that konami should continue to do the quarter century rare well i think that konami should continue to upgrade rarities of ultra rares and secret rares as quarter century rares or uh starlight rares when they go back to the normal set like that that is such a good idea i just think that the execution needs a little bit more work i do think that konami is trying in some areas but overall, they failed us, and that's why we have this huge reprint problem. They failed us for a long time, but they still have kept the game afloat. Well, I mean, to be fair, we've kept the game afloat for a long time, I would say. I mean, we're probably the reason why it still is afloat, I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to go to some of the – so usually when we do some of those, some of these, like, e-fapping videos, I like to go to the comments and see, like, what people are generally thinking of the state of the game. It's like they always nice to get a little check in here. Okay. I have put this – I have put this together over the years. Most Yu-Gi-Oh players have a mindset of a child. Eh, yeah. Magic the Gathering players have a mindset of grandparents. Pokemon players have the mindset of parents. Pokemon for sure. Yeah, yeah. Taking a little kid to go play Pokemon for sure. You'd have the parent mindset. Actually, yeah. I'm a little Timmy. Like, that Pikachu card. Yeah, like yesterday, someone was like, "Oh, you're you're you're, you're good at um, teaching me about to play Pokemon." You because there's like there's three kind of teacher. There's the one that's oh you should do this. You're the one that's like oh take this card. You're, you're out here giving out free cards to people. Like, isn't it? Isn't it? It's like someone's like, but this card is four dollars. You're just giving a four dollar card for free. I was like, first of all, sir, I play Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, I I spent I spent a hundred dollars on one card at one point. Four dollars ain't nothing. <laughs> you tell me sixteen dollars for a place? Yeah, yeah, I cry, I like, and that's the thing about po that's the funny thing about Pokemon. People would be like, oh, sixteen dollars for a place and for a common card is spent. I was like, sixteen dollars for yeah, four cards. There. First of all, I, I just paid $30 for one card for a deck I might not even play in three weeks. Like, <laughs> I was like you Pokemon players, I, I love you guys, but let's let, let put it this way. Come over to Yu-Gi-Oh! and spend $500 on six cards, and then, then we'll talk about something. But <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you tell a Yu-Gi-Oh! player a common for a high-rarity staple that might be $16, they'll be like, what the fuck? That's no, no. Yeah, cause yeah, yeah. cause yeah, you you did like you tell you can play that in Pokemon that they there's a there's a like Iono is the the lowest rarity is four dollars. It's like what? Okay, that's that's cheap. Yeah. Justin says when common Iono was six dollars, I gave every kid of my locals four common Iono right before the tournament so they could wreck everyone. Yo, Justin, I did that same thing. I did that with Battle. V I did that with Battle VIP pad. I went and I bought like. Forty dollars about VIP VIP passes gave to anybody who didn't have them. He was like, "Chad, how you just spend forty dollars on cards like that?" Because I play Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> this problem, I'm gonna go over just these two comments because yep. I can't be in here. No one that there's fucking incels in here. These, these <laughs> I read half of these and I was like, "Man, these guys are retarded." He said, "Their reprint problem is that they reprint stuff in higher rarities than lower rarities." You're stupid. I'm not even going to address that. You're retarded. First of all, the reason why they would do that is because it would be more accessible to other people and cheaper. They would have that. that the, the video is titled Kame has a huge reprint problem. That, that, that is one of the things that Kame does to actually fix that. You are retarded. If a card was initially secret, it should be downgraded to a rare or a common. You need this. 
this guy said it best. You're retarded. You're and you're a child. Okay. I'm not even going to bother wasting my breath on that. I've said this multiple times, and this is just one example. Chaos Angel is like a dollar. There has been for like six months. We're on the OCG? Yeah, the OCG. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go. That's what he's. People are stupid. What the fuck did I just read? Why would they reprint lower, higher rarity cards, lower rarity? Because what? That be that be the way you get them accessible? What are you talking about? What the fuck did I just read? I don't enjoy buying a pack and pulling a card I pulled 15 years ago. I can't disagree with that one. So I'll give that. I'll give that one fair shake. Oh, do we got to read all that shit? Oh, I'm not reading all that shit. Nah, I'm about to say, man, you don't got to read all this case. Good Lord. We don't have any congressmen. Oh, my Lord. Well, congressman, who the fuck? You know what? No goddamn congress. Fuck out of here. Congress. Congress. And yet, a short (laughs) in Lennon's ass. Oh, Oh, hell yeah. Oh, God, no. Uh, Yet. I'm I'm, I'm trying to take that pussy. And yet, a short printed thrust is 50 bucks. And a bonfire with ten times the poor rate is one twenty. That's not a Konami problem, you dense retard. That is a person who's put the prices up like that. Whether whether no, tactic, no, that's whether, a consumer. That's a consumer problem because they are willing to buy the card at that price. Whether thrust is ten times short printed, nor is it ten times higher printed. That price is set by you, the consumer, and the vendor. Remember. Thrust, why do people ever look at it this way? Thrust could have been printed less and still worth less. Sorry. Thrust could have been printed more and still worth less money. Okay? That's why you know it's a consumer problem. That's why we know it's – that's not a – that ain't a Konami problem because it, it could literally it, be printed higher and still be worth lower. That, it's not, a, a, not an either-or thing. You it's know? a consumer problem because they're trying oh. to make their money back off their failed uh, investment. Yeah, and they, trading card games don't make a lot of money as we know. Because they are here, they are here. Oh hell no! Oh god. Okay, so we got the most gist of what these people are saying. They're half all these niggas are retarded. Shit. Yeah. Oh lord. Um, First of of all, first of all, I could have told you that. I should. I I need to stop my addiction of looking at the fucking comment, the comments of these videos when we eat at them because these people are borderline stupid. Borderline, borderline ain't ain't the word. These motherfuckers is stupid. Well, this, this is the thing, though. It was probably at that price when he watched the video. Because remember, Yu-Gi-Oh! prices change and fluctuate so much. But that one, yeah. when a motherfucker says, man, why would Konami reprint the higher rate instead of lower rate? It's because you can get them easier. That's what they make structure decks. <laughs> I want to choke yeah. them. Talk like that, man. Holy crap. But yeah, you, you want to say anything else before we head out of this one? Man. <sighs> Nah, I'm done because I, I I said my piece. I said my piece. This shit is like I've told I've told people that like that's why the best way you can do is either just keep playing the same old deck and winning with it, or you stop playing Yu Gi Oh together. It it comes down to it. You gotta you gotta start speaking with your damn wallets. Like you gotta start speaking with your wallets because. The secondary market does not affect Konami. They already got their money. Now the vendors got to make their money back from their failed investment. And the reason I say failed investment is because usually they never get their money. They never get their full money back. And if you say they do, you're a part of the problem. Someone says, 
shit like, oh my God, Konami would make more money doing this without even understanding how local card stores even buy product from them. You already, you got, here's the thing, people watch the video. Educate yourself on how a card store makes money or a comic book store makes money. Then educate yourself on how they even get that product. Because when people say, Konami could do this by making more money, they don't have to. Distributors buy the product and sell it to the stores. Distributors pay Konami because they make the shit, okay? They already get paid up front. They're just trying to offload that to you. Distributors yeah. already make their money too because they sell the product to the stores. So no one's ever going to come up with, with an incentive like, like this one. How? What would make Konami's brain go to change anything? They already make money up front, okay? If people, if people don't realize, these, these stores are technically the middleman. They are the middleman. Yeah, the stores are the ones, and I do feel bad for them. They're the ones that get fucked over in the grand scheme of things anyway. I, yeah. I do feel bad for them. I do. But it's because it, people don't naturally educate themselves on how this stuff works. So they just fucking oh, just talk out their ass, and it's just so disgusting. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, Konami ha has had a huge reaper pro problem forever, man. This is not – I mean, I, I get that that's the title of the video. He has to happy watch video. Yeah. That's not I don't, I don't. I don't disagree with that. But – the only thing I, I vehemently like, no, dude, people have talked about these issues. Come on, man. Like, out of all these problems in Yu Gi Oh!, are you saying that people have never mentioned Short Prince? <laughs> that, that I know is a lie. Come on, man. My main thing is if they did, they probably did. They probably didn't around him. And he probably, he probably wasn't listening. He probably, well, yeah, he probably wasn't paying attention or it wasn't affecting him. Because it, it doesn't affect me, but the issue is this. The game's not, in my opinion, it's not as fun as it used to be. It's like, they say, oh, you don't like OTK people? It, it, it gets to the point where I'm playing the same deck. People are like, oh, you don't like playing the same deck for 15 rounds? Nope. Because it, 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 it's good because then I'm, I'm able to win a lot easier. It's sad because I'm not facing no new competition. Oh, mm, the last thing I'll mention. I'm, dude, I'm glad you brought this up for this video. I'm Thank you. So. Currently, right now, because I, I don't, I don't want to go and use past examples I have in my brain. So right now, currently, Fire Kings is a $30 investment with tax be like 40 something, right? Give or take where you live at, right? No, so, if you buy three, it'll be 36 it'll be about $38. Also, rough, rough, roughly about 40 bucks. Yeah, yep, yeah, 40 So if you need to spend about 80 to 120 in a $40 investment, okay, so the simple math there, people, that's like what? Accumulated to about, what, 100 20 max 160 maybe some odd dollars yeah. roughly so be like between 120 and about 160 for an investment yeah so you essentially are playing budget Yu-Gi-Oh. you're not playing a thousand dollar of a deck now there's been many examples of structure decks having being good and being tier one structure decks now i don't like it when structure decks are bad because i would like if you guys could play Yu-Gi-Oh on a budget i do so like you could put in 30 dollars, and then if you want to put in 80 120 more, then it's not going to really hurt as bad because you already got the main deck good for yourself. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why structure decks need to be good no matter what. Every structure deck I need to see better be like Fire King, Solomon Great, Crystal Beast, Monarchs, ABCs, Heroes, Dinosaurs, all that. If it's not any of those I mentioned there, trash, literal garbage. Throw that shit away. Don't even print it. Don't even waste the trees you're going to slash to make that shit. Because what's the point of making bad structure decks now? It's very clear that people have a Natural infinity for buying the good structure decks, the really good ones. But I, I do agree with this comment where you already spent 40 bucks and you just get like another staple. Like, that's pretty good. Because 
Okay, so bonfires, if you bought them lowest, right? $80. So yeah. 80, 80 plus 80 is 160, right? Yep. Plus 80 more. It's like 240. 240. Plus 35, like you said. 235. Right there, you just didn't spend a thousand dollars on the deck. You he literally bet. did not spend a thousand on the deck. Plus, Wait. since people have some people I know buy through PayPal, you can PayPal pay in four. You can pay it off over time if you really want it that bad. It'll be after taxes. It'll be it'll be about seventy dollars every two weeks. Yo, but if you yo, need it that bad, you could PayPal pay him for him. Okay, and yeah. I remember that's just one example because this is the most current example that I can use because it's the most current one right now. But there's been plenty of this work. So when people say like, "Oh, Yu Gi Oh is too expensive," blah blah blah, if you spent thirty dollars on three structure decks and you can compete locally and you're not going to regionals, that's good. What are yeah. we even arguing about? People want cards assess very accessible. Yes, makes sense. The issue is this. Konami has no incentive to because they seen that people are willing to chase after that staple rarity. They they know that, okay, cool. People are gonna be cracking up boxes. They know these stores are gonna be hyped because there's gonna be because there's demand that people say, "Oh, oh, um, hey, oh, Squiggy, are you gonna buy the new uh, baseball money set? I got this new card in there that's that's supposed to be worth a lot of money." And then okay, cool. Now he has these new sets. People out here buying boxes on release. I know a guy who, who bought a damn case of baseball money. I'm like. Mm-hmm. You, you, you really yeah, that's the thing that? is, you could theoretically play the best deck right now or the format theoretically i'm just talking in theory for 40 bucks that sounds pretty fucking good and then if you want you can 40 play bucks if you don't have 40 bucks you you have, I'm your a, life is fucked i'm gonna tell you right now if you want to make your deck a little bit more consistent you can put another 30 dollars in it and add the snake eye engine not the dear bell star engine those are two separate things snake eye engine there's a snake engine right now where you could go get some ashes, some this. It'll go cost about another thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Now you got a deck that's a lot that's slightly more recurrable than a deck you already have. Or you can go buy the Tribegate engine. That works too. You you like boom. That's another thirty dollars. You could buy a thirty dollar engine, thirty dollar other deck cores. Put that shit together. It's like it's, yeah, I, I agree with what he's about to say, which is um. If you're on a budget, find other ways of being competitive and do it. I, I don't care if someone else helps you do it. I don't care if you see it in the video. I don't care where you see it. Try to find others being competitive. Yeah. You don't got to sit there and bitch and moan about shit you can't control. Try to if you can't control it. Okay, cool. You know that you know you know the problem. Try to find a solution. Try to make it better for yourself. I can't get bonfires. Is there anything else out there that can help help your deck? Stopping the mirror match of playing cards in a mirror match to stop whatever your opponent's going to play. Whatever. It, Yu-Gi-Oh has infinite possibilities, obviously. I'm just speaking like for just people that though I know will understand what I'm saying. This is, I feel like when we do these videos, we got to talk to like literal retards for some reason. Yeah. Like uh, we have to really dumb things down to the point where it's like, you know, you spent $40 on the best deck of the format, right? 40 bucks. And people are telling you guys past formats, the breaking point is $1,000. A thousand to break in. That's not I mean getting all the cards or yeah. an extra deck or a side deck at that. So, yeah. Well, uh, if you guys want to check out Mr. Blinks' channel, I believe it was his uh, YouTube channel linked in the description box below. And yeah, I'm Master Swag King, MSK, and I'm signing out, guys. Peace. Peace. All right. That's pretty good, man. Knock it out of the park. Yeah. All right. We'll do uh, the other stuff later because I'm going to go yeah. rest. Man. I'm fucking tired. I'm, 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 I
Oh, you want to? Oh, you forgot. You got to go to bed. You got to work. Early. No, no, no. I mean, I, I mean, on Mondays is good. I mean, yeah, no. I, I, if you want to play league, just let me know. I'm just going like uh, about 10 my time. I, 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 I need to rest, honestly. Oh, okay, about an hour. All right, cool. That, that, that gives you enough time to fit the rest of the power in your in space. Okay. All right. I'm, but yeah, thank you, adjusting, for coming in, man. Thank yeah, you for thank your. You in, I'm glad. You, yeah. I'm glad you're here because that, that that is that was very useful insight. I know I would have forgot about it if you didn't bring it up. Yeah. Thank you, man. I, I told him like I haven't been playing Yu-Gi-Oh. To me, it's not the money. The money is partially the reason why, mm-hmm. but it's also the pricing. I I just feel like to me, mm-hmm. Pokemon has better pricing and there's more incentive for me to play. And it's like, oh, someone said, but you'll never get to original and top eight. I was like, you don't know that. You don't know, cause you don't know how much I prep. You don't know I I could fuck around and well, that's big. You know, called being adult. You find other ways of you know trying to be good at something. You don't just yeah. you know yeah. Like I told us, like you don't know that I might one day just be able to come in and actually play the game and win. Like you don't you don't know how good I am at I am at Pokemon. Like you think I'm bad at Pokemon because. It's like yes, yeah. Chad's just like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna beat down Pikachu's and I'm gonna go uh destroy a uh, Mexican's Pikachu. Oh, white girls Pikachu, but that's a whole nother story. But the but the whole thing is, is it, this is like, yeah, because like the guy was like, you're like, you're a better teacher than a lot, like, because there's like four teachers here. You're you're probably the one person that's more technical. You're because you're like, all right, because what you want to do is you want to. Look at your hand. Okay, draw seven. Show me your hand. I'm like, okay. A lot of times, we want to put this. Put this one down. The reason why is this. Because you, you're going second, right? If you're going first, you you, you, you kind of be stuck. You will, you will have to put that Pokemon down and get a starter if you're going first. The reason but why would I get it? Because they could just Iona me. They got Iona you, but if, say, if I'm playing Lost Box, that Pokemon only has 60 HP. I could go get forward to the loss on Cranoran and end the game. Or I can knock it out, but you still have Luminion. Now you, if they Iona you, you get deeper into your deck. You can dig for cards and play. He was like, because other people didn't see the line. I was like, it's a, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the same too. But also, yeah, because the deck that won today was a Giratina deck that cost less than $60. Imagine, imagine building a sixteen dollar deck and winning ten thousand dollars, and then imagine someone, imagine telling somebody, "Oh, you can build a two hundred dollar Yu Gi Oh deck to win a um, a six hundred dollar prize card that you can't sell in a playmat in a Nintendo Switch." The, think, this is also, um, you remember that move, movie with the Rock and uh, Samuel Jackson where they jumped off the fucking yeah. skyscraper? The other guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I've only ever seen the part where they do that. That's what Yu-Gi-Oh players are when it comes to like buying cards. I'd be like, there goes my hero. And then it's like, yep. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you guys later. Have a great night, everybody. Um, the Iron Man podcast episodes are going to start getting uploaded very, very soon. As literally as soon as tomorrow, I'm going to try and dedicate Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, getting them all out to you guys. And yeah, fin- finishing up my first goal for 2024. Awesome right now. See you guys later. Peace.